Today, we talk to ATA Ambassador, Mr. Tyler Reed. Let's get started. Sir, I will live with perseverance in the spirit of Taekwondo. Courtesy for fellow students, integrity within myself, and to become a black belt leader. Welcome to the ATA Nation Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, instructors, students, masters, parents of Song on Taekwondo, welcome back to the ATA Nation Podcast. This is episode number 102. Man, 102. Can't believe it. Uh, we are super excited to have you guys back with us today, and we have another great interview. Um, this uh, gentleman has been an excellent ATA ambassador. He's part of the new class. And uh, doing the interview, I, I discovered uh, so, some cool things about his um, history in ATA that I just thought were were great. And uh, definitely um, glad we got uh, Mr. Reed on the podcast. Now, uh, before we get to that podcast interview, I would like to mention that uh, it's the beginning of the year. A lot of people working on, you know, really getting their training dialed in for districts, world championships, things like that. We've got nationals coming up. So uh, two different things I want you to check out. Number one, um, we have uh, a uh, month-long training um, layout that uh, is for athletes to do some like strength and conditioning training, things outside of their regular programming. Um, and uh, we're offering that for free. So we definitely want you to check that out. Um, all you have to do is go to ata.m or excuse me, atama.ninja slash 2024 athlete. ATAMA.ninja slash 2024 athlete. If you ever get any errors on my uh, ATAMA.ninja stuff, um, just take the S out of the HTTPS um, and it'll fix it. I know it's a, a pain, but it'll work. Um, and then, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this out there in ATA Nation, but uh, I ran across um, this uh, site called uh, Prehab. Uh, I think it's called Prehab Guys, something like that. Um, and these guys, uh, I, I went ahead and purchased their app and uh, has some amazing prehab and um, rehab training for all different body parts. And um, it's really great. Uh, nice, easy to follow at home workout things um, that will give you some really good work on specific body parts especially so i know us as martial artists knees are a big deal shoulders are a big deal um stuff like that so definitely check it out and they uh i actually reached out to them and they're giving uh our listeners a 30-day free trial um for their app so a 30-day free trial you can check it out um before you get the year subscription on it um which i went ahead and did because i think it's not just great for me as a as an instructor and martial artist, but uh, uh, to help my students as well. So you can head over to atama.ninja slash prehab to get that um, offer. You only get the 30-day the free trial with our um, special link. Okay, so atama.ninja slash prehab. Okay, now let's get to our interview. Special guest interview. With 
us today, uh, Mr. Tyler Reed. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic, sir. How are you? I am wonderful. Um, you know, I think a lot of ATA Nation has uh, been seeing you out there because you are one of the newer uh, brand ambassadors and doing a great job. Uh, I appreciate I that. Say. Thank you. And that's why we wanted to get you on today as brand ambassador. It's just nice to get to know these people a little bit more, um, yeah, hear from them and, and kind of get your story. So uh, let's sure. start from the beginning. How did you get uh, involved in martial arts? Uh, how did I get started in martial arts? So I got started in martial arts uh, when I was about 21 years old, right? So I was one of the ones who always wanted to start when I was younger, but never had the opportunity to. I grew up in a small little mountain town in, in North Georgia. Um, only had one little Walmart, tiny little town, didn't have much, right? So, um, just, it was something I always wanted, but never was able to get into. And, uh, later in my life when I was an adult and I was already on my path to doing other things, I found my way to actually dating a young lady who already had a son and he was currently in the program. So I actually used to be the parent in the back who would bring the kid to class, right? And I'd be on my phone a majority of the time and kind of unengaged in the sense of, uh, I'm too old to do it. Right. So, uh, and then one day, uh, probably about a year into that, uh, my instructor, his instructor at the time came to me and said, Hey man, you're always here. Why don't you just come and try a class? Um, and that is ultimately how I stepped foot onto the mat. Really? Okay. I would have absolutely never guessed that. Um, and, and you're, uh, I, you're in Texas now, is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In South. Okay. So our, our paths don't cross all that much. I'm in the, in the, the mid, uh, Midwest up, up, uh, Indiana area. So our paths don't right. cross the last, I would have never guessed that you weren't in it since you were uh, a little guy, like uh, yeah. a bunch of us talk about being Ninja Turtles and all that kind of stuff. You yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So that was one of the things that, um, I'm super proud about. Um, it's one of the things that, you know, I have advocated for, uh, both before and now after my ambassadorship was, um, I, I hate that excuse of I'm too old. Um, I used to try and use that excuse. You know what I mean? Um, I was that guy and I had someone who took a step and, you know, took a step forward and believed in me and was like, Hey man, you know, it is truly for everybody. Um, and then once I started to teach, so I was under the tutelage of Grandmaster Sun Ho Lee over at Karate Atlanta, um, when I first started. Um, and I was luckily enough to manage and run one of the schools there for him. And at that time, um, my current wife, Mrs. Reed and I, we had a student, uh, whose name was Bob and he was a, he was like 78 or something. He was a war veteran. He was a one-legged amputee, um, from the knee down. And he came in with his wife because he wanted to start because his grandkids did it. Right. And he was one of the guys who really showed me that I was glad that I started and stuck with it because, and I tell my parents here at the school here in South Lake all the time when I, when I invite them out onto the floor, right. And they're always like, I'm just too old back, my hips, my knees, whatever. Right. And I tell them the story about Bob, you know, and I say, you know, as much as I would, I would like to sympathize with that excuse. I just don't because I truly advocate and believe that it'll help your back and your knees and all of these other things. Right. So yeah, it is something that I did not start in, uh, something I took up when I was 21, but I've taken very seriously ever since. Well, that is fantastic. What a great story. Um, I think that is something that we need to shout from the rooftop more and more. Yep. Um, yep. I just, uh, yesterday I had a student or a, a, a lead, I should say, probably they, they come in. The, the daughter is very shy. And so she has come in and watched like three classes and has right. got on the floor yet. Sure. Um, yeah. uh, and the dad comes to me and asks about classes and I'm like, 
dude, this is perfect. You come and start taking classes and whatever. So, um, you know, you mentioned Bob, uh, what else would you mention to somebody who is, you know, they're, they're an, a parent, you know, on the, sure. you know, bringing their kids in, um, you know, inside we instructors know so many of those parents sitting out there are thinking, it kind of might, might be fun to go and do, you know, right. Yeah. They absolutely. Don't yeah. Take that first step. So sure. what do you do to encourage them? Why, why would you tell them to get off, off the bench? Man, I think that's a, I think that's for a lot of people, that's a tough one, right? I think a lot of people, especially in martial arts have, um, had the benefit of starting when they were younger, right? So I feel like a lot of those parents, they need someone to sympathize with them in regards to, man, I am really tight. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. done anything active in years. And, um, it's one of the things I tell them all the time that, um, being fit is a choice that, uh, we should all encourage ourselves to make, right? And those can be little steps or those can be big steps. That can be something as simple as stepping on the mat the first time and just getting a tiny sweat. Maybe your heart rate hasn't really increased uh, much in the last couple of months, right? We know we all get in those workflows where we don't really get to step out of our work zone very often. Um, so for, for me, I always just encourage the parents, man, you don't even have to put on a uniform. You don't have to put on a belt. You don't really have to take the form stuff seriously until it's something that you really feel comfortable with. I think, um, when we try to encourage the parents to step on the floor, but we really try to cram the ATA, not the ATA, I should say that, that very structured Taekwondo portion. I think that Mm -hmm. is very scary for adults, right? I think that is a scary part. So allowing them to be on the floor and Hey man, just wear what you're comfortable in, right? Just come take a class with some people that you're comfortable with, right? So every level and every step of the way is comfortability, right? Everything that they hear from you is all I want you to do is be comfortable on the mat, right? Just step on and try it. And when you're comfortable, you can tell me that you want to put on the uniform and you want to put on the belt. And I think that level of, um, leveling with them in the sense of like, Hey man, I used to be there. You know, I was the guy in the back. Um, that's been a really good opportunity for me to be able to encourage those parents to step on the floor. Well, that's fantastic. I, I think, uh, what a great, uh, like I said, a great story. Um, now how, what, what obviously some things have, been, uh, uh, advanced for you from there. You went from, yeah. you know, taking somebody to classes, on the floor. Now you own a school. What, what, yes, sir. give us a yes, little sir. more of the story then. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been a crazy journey. Um, had someone asked me years ago, um, could you see yourself teaching anybody anything right in the scope of being a teacher? My answer would have been absolutely not. Right. Then you go a step further and say, would you ever see yourself teaching kids? Right. And at the time that is a laughable thing. Right. I'm like, when I'm 20 years old, 21 years old, I'm training, but even still like, I didn't have an adult program when I trained. So I trained with a lot of the teenagers. Um, so even at the time, man, I was like, yeah, I'm really here for myself. You know what I mean? Um, and as I really got into it, I really started to see, even before I was an instructor, I was able to see while I was on the floor, other teenagers, other kids, and even other adults take big strides that they were proud of. And one of the things that I advocate for so much in ATA and martial arts in general is it's a group setting where we can all encourage each other to be better. But it's an individual sport in the sense of what is your metric of a success, right? You and I can work together as a partner and my metrics of success for this drill is completely different than yours. We can encourage each other in the same way, but different, but get different benefits. And when I was able to be a part of that, um, 
it was actually, uh, he's a senior master now, but uh, senior master Mark Burns. Um, he was a big part of my beginning journey in, uh, in Karate Atlanta and the ATA. And anybody out there that's ever listened to him speak can probably attest to the fact that he's a very inspirational man. And one of the things that he used to say all the time was, you know, um, you just got to be in it, right? When you're in it, you encourage others to be in it with you. And I think um, when I was able to see those other people that weren't just me, but the things that they were able to achieve just because the atmosphere they were in, um, that really drew me in, you know, and I was a full-time bartender at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, that was my career path at the time. I actually went to culinary school right out of high school. Uh, yep. So that was the career path. That's what I thought I wanted to do. Um and eventually I started to teach part-time two days a week. Um, it was Mondays and Wednesdays. He offered me a quick job um, and I came in. And when I really started the opportunity to see how helping others helped me um, at the age that I was at, I think that is where it really started to show my growth. And then that growth inspired me to just keep going. Um, and then from there, man, I just, I fell in love with seeing other people be successful. Um, and then it's just kind of been that way ever since. That's fantastic. Oh, so such a cool story. Uh, there's yeah. our connection. Uh, Senior Master Burns and I are good friends. We uh, yes, uh, came up near each other in the same region before he moved to Atlanta. He was up in, in Michigan. Um, and so we were yeah, at yeah, the yeah. tournaments together and everything. Yes, so, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, wow. Uh, so cool. And now you're a school owner. Um, how long yes, have you uh, had your own school there? I think you took over a school, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So like I said, we ran, uh, my wife and I at the time when we were under the tutelage of, uh, Grandmaster Sunho and, um, the amazing staff at Karate Atlanta, we, uh, helped manage one of their schools in North Georgia mm -hmm. in Hamilton Mill in the Decula area. Um, so that was a great opportunity for me to take control of the lane, the reins a little bit in the, in regards to being in the leadership role without the pressure of complete and utter leadership. Right. So there mm -hmm. were still a lot of points where I was able to, have somebody above me that could still guide me that had been there before who had done that before and those sorts of things. And then when I transferred and I moved over to Texas under, um, um, senior master Boyer. And then when we ended up taking over the school, man, what a journey that was been, that has been, you know, and I think the reason that my wife and I have been so successful is, um, honestly, everybody else inside the school, right? It's the parents that, op that open up their arms and, and bring us in and make us feel comfortable enough to, fill big shoes and fill big roles, both back in Georgia and back here, you know? So I think, um, it's been a scary process, but it's been a good process. And I, and it's one of those things that I encourage my students all the time. Um, and this goes for tournaments too. anybody listening. That's like, I want to do creative and extreme. I want to do this thing. And I want to do that thing. Um, you'll never truly be ready. Uh, you know, and I think a lot of the parents out there can attest to that moms and dads, you're never truly ready to have mm -hmm. a baby. You're never truly ready to do the things that are hard, you know? So had someone asked me, was I, was I ready to, you know, be a business owner at 30 years old and have zero idea how to run that business and how, how to run a staff and things like that. I just said, man, absolutely. No, I'm not ready. You know, but, um, how do you get ready? Right. How do you get ready? You just have to do, right. You have to be a part yeah. of it and, and jump in the deep end and, and, you know, just hope for the best and learn from mistakes. So it's been, um, I want to say it's probably been the best thing that's ever happened to me, not just regards to like being blessed that this is something that we can say is ours, but, um, the things that's helped me kind of understand and like grow with and become from. So it's been, it's been something that's been truly awesome. So uh, for those out there, you know, maybe starting their martial arts journey, 
whether they're younger and looking at the Songham University, the ATNX program, right, um, right. all those kind of things. You know, you're, you started as an adult. Um, I think a lot of adults, you know, might start out and be like this, uh, you know, I'll take this as a sport, whatever. And a lot of people do, but they could end up being a school owner. Um, yeah, absolutely. What kind of support have you gotten from ATA International, you know, the, the headquarters and that kind of thing? And then from the organization outside of the headquarters. Man, I'll tell you, I think it's been one of the things, um, like I, for example, yesterday in class, I, I talked to one of my students and I had a group in my leadership class and I asked the group and I said, do you guys know that ATA is the biggest unified martial arts organization in the world? And they're like, I know we had no idea. And it's what I tell my parents all the time is like, if, if you guys don't participate in the tournaments and you guys don't go and be a part of what we have to offer, it's truly hard to understand the scope of what we have to offer. Um, mm -hmm. and I really started to see that when I started to compete. Um, and that was just as a student, right? And then when I started to become, um, a part-time instructor and then a school manager, even that opened up more. And then as a school owner, I, I, I continue to understand that there are so many resources that, um, unlock to you at every level of what we have to offer throughout the ATA, right? I think um, even being accepted into the ambassadorship program, the communication from start to finish, from headquarters, from Senior Master Ireland, from Miss Jaska, everybody has been top-notch. Everything, everybody is always there. My wife is the program director internationally for the Gumdo program under uh, Chief Master Ramundi. Um, they all do a, uh, an ins insanely good job com communicating with her and us and the Gumdo program as a whole. Um, Everywhere I go, everywhere I look, everybody I've reached out to has always been there to um, come back to me with something, right? And I think that mm -hmm. is one of the things that makes us truly great is there is always someone in your corner, even if you don't know you need somebody there. And even if you don't know it's a corner to be into, there's someone that's been there. There's someone that can help you out of it. There's someone who can guide you through it. And I think that's one of the things that's inspired me to stay. Like I said, um, Senior Master Burns, when I first started in Karate Atlanta, there were so many people, both my age, older and younger, higher and younger ranks that were able to inspire me both through what they did in martial arts and what they were able to do in a relational and personal and a business setting. So it, it's truly been an awesome place to grow business-wise. That's fantastic. The uh, um, we're we're near the beginning of 2024. Um, right. You know, you've got big, uh, you know, lots of things going on. New Year. What are some uh, goals that you have for the year? Some some things that you're trying to aim for for this year. I think we'll wrap up with that kind of uh, you know a thought as as everybody listening. I think you know beginning of the year everybody's thinking about their goals and whatnot. And we need to make sure we touch those throughout the year. But uh, what are you looking at for uh, 24? Yeah, so 2024, um, I still have the goal after 10 years of training, practicing, and working hard of being a world champion. Um, this is let's the say first that one year. more time. One more time. How many years? 10 years in the making since, okay. I, See, since I, I started because too many people are like, I didn't get it in my second year. I'm like, guys, oh, man. two years, I man, wish. Two, two, just two years. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that Gotta is put in the time. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the things and we have an organization that allows that. So, I mean, that is always my goal, but I think it, I think we have to be really careful at the beginning of the year thinking about resolutions. Right. And I'm glad that you didn't use that word particularly. And it's one of the things that I didn't talk to my kids about here at the school at the beginning of the year. I actually talked to my parents about it, uh, was understanding that resolutions can be very dangerous because resolutions are almost like a pitfall and they're a pit trap of Usually resolutions are the very top. They're what I want, right? My resolution this year is to be a world champion. 
but by making that resolution, we fall, we fall victim to all the steps that matter most, the things that happened beforehand, right? So I say that my, my goal for 2024 is to be a world champion. Um, but what I taught my kids last year as we moved towards 2024 was having an ever moving finish line, right? As soon as we get really close to that thing that we want, I want to be a black belt. No. I want you to be more than that, right? I'm, I'm about to be a first degree. I want to be a second degree, right? I want to be a world champion. My first step to being a world champion was be top 10 ranked. I was not top 10 ranked on the leaderboard for my first eight years competing. This year, I'm finally ranked number one in creative and extreme, which has never happened before. And it's something I've always competed in, right? So my goal has always been world champion, but that is not the focus throughout the year. The year is, hey, this tournament... Can I be fifth place? Next time, can I be fourth place? What is my finish line that moves me towards? So for me, it's little things that help achieve the big thing. And that's been my year every single year, right? My Every year, someone says, what's your goal? It's always world champion. But really, it's the steps that are inside of that, right? What do I do in January? I stretch. What do I do in February? I train, right? I do my sections, right? It's not just be world champion because the second I don't do it, right? Year two, I'm not a world champion. What's going on? I quit. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, oh, yeah. for me, it's, it's being comfortable making the small things, right. Being comfortable, uh, being successful in small things, the world champion. Yeah. But man, getting closer to a middle split, right. I, I started when I was an adult, it's small stuff, right. Having a better car, having better cardio when I compete, um, just, com- just being a better competitor, right. Being better for not just myself, but the people in my ring. Um, I am very competitive. I'm a sore loser. I, I feel like I do a good job of keeping that inside during competition. But um, I think we all have a place to, uh, you know, put some time and effort into that side of things as well. So, you know, for 2024, it's going to be, you know, I think it's small steps, right? Being comfortable with small steps, being comfortable with small successes, um, having an ultimately big goal, but not overreaching. So that way mm-hmm. we don't under deliver to ourselves. I think that's going to be my focus for 2024. That's awesome. Yeah, I was doing some review of my 2023 before setting my my goals and things for 2024. And um, the process I was using was having us pick a word for, for, you know, everybody, a lot of times pick a word for the new year. But this was actually like, after looking at the old year, what would you say? And my right. next year was progress. You know, it's sure. just like in, in progress. We made progress. Right. You know, it's right. not. That's it. and, and a lot of times that's the, um, I have a, one of my favorite sayings is uh, long obedience in the same direction. Just keep, yeah, keep marching, yeah. keep yeah, showing right. up for class. Right. So, awesome. Well, uh, sir, this was, uh, fantastic. Um, I love to hear these stories of adults. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to find some more people who started as adults like you. Um, any last words for ATA Nation, um, today? Any last words, man? I, I, like I said, it's small successes. Be comfortable with the small things. And that can be, like I said, your metrics of success should never be matched to someone else's. What you do in class today needs to be important to you and not someone else, right? And I think that is where a lot of even adults, like we talked about today, fall victim of, well, that even that teenager makes me uncomfortable watching them on the floor because they're so good. I'm 25 years old. That metric doesn't matter, right? ATA is here because of that reason. So find what metrics of success matters today. Maybe it changes tomorrow. Maybe it changes on Saturday, man. And then that's absolutely okay. So whatever that metric is, man, like you said, long obedience on the same path and we get there eventually. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Listener Feedback. I hope you enjoyed that uh, interview as much as I did. Um, Hey, you, loyal listener, 
uh, reach out. We'd love to uh, feature a little more of you guys here on the show. So we obviously you can reach out to us on Instagram. Just reply to anything we post or send us a DM. Um, tell us who you'd like to hear on the podcast. If you've got a neat story, um, what your goals are for 2024. Um, we would love to hear about that. Maybe you got a special event coming up uh, that you want to brag about or tell people about. Um, and then, uh, obviously, you can also join us on Facebook. We have uh, a new group on Facebook um, for ATA Nation podcast. So check it out over there. We post new things over there. Um, next week, we've got another ATA ambassador on the show. And then working on some uh, a really cool interview. We'll see if it comes um, comes comes true we'll see so until next week ladies and gentlemen make sure you're out there taking thanks for listening to another episode of the ata nation podcast be sure to subscribe and share with your ata family secret part hey hope you enjoyed that podcast episode um, definitely, uh, head over to the rehab guys, uh, ninja slash, um, prehab. These guys, uh, got some really neat stuff. And I think a lot of, uh, our martial artists out there could uh, benefit from it. Let me know what you think. If you just check it out, uh, send me a DM. Hey guys, later.